one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health. Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The Match Ball. Hello and welcome to The Match Ball for the West Ham game at home. Ellen Road, first one of, is that the first one of 2023? <laughs> Uh, yes. Yes. Good. Happy, <laughs> happy New Year. Dan Michael. It's going to be a quiz. <laughs> Dan Michael and Rob with you. Um, it's brought to you with Levi Solicitors. This is the quiz bit. Who will offer you a 10% discount on your legal fees and 15% until the end of January 20, 2023 on. Conveyancing. And. Oh, I'm too drained to do this. Probate. Um, Wills. Wills, probate and conveyancing. Check it out. LeviSolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Right then. Um, do you want to unpick that? That's, ent- that's entertainment, <laughs> isn't it? It was entertainment of a sort. I, I really enjoyed that. I, I weirdly really enjoyed it from the point we went a goal down. Uh, yeah, two and down. And then there was that sense of, oh yeah, we're going to start attacking now, sort of give it a good go. And that's kind of what I've been wanting to see all along. And um, yeah, it was much more enjoyable for it. Yeah, we are live on YouTube for our uh, TSB Plus members. If you are listening afterwards or watching afterwards, um, details on the subs on our website. Um, yeah, I kind of... It really it ebbed and flowed, did that. I kind of enjoyed it in large stretches, that. But there was that, that spell when, after we'd gone in front, we decided to just completely lose our heads. That's done. We've never seen that before, have we? <laughs> it was weird, wasn't it? It was like the, the football suddenly became like a hot potato and we didn't know what to do with it. I've actually gone through, uh, made, made some notes on this just before we went, came on. I'm just thinking of when we've not managed to hold on to a lead. Wolves, we went ahead, didn't we? And then they equalised. No, didn't they score straight but they away? Sc- oh, they scored straight away, fair enough. But Southampton, two down. Palace, got, we were um, a goal up there, weren't we? Fulham, we went a goal up. Liverpool, I know we did win, but we went a goal up there, threw it away. Bournemouth, we did it. Spurs, we did it three times. Um, yeah, we need to stop doing this. We do, but in my new unflappable, zen, positive, not in any way contrived uh, New Year personality, mm. I want to point out that um, that we brought it back and we dominated that game. We should have won it at the end, Michael. Yeah, I suppose. But I mean, then it was again, clear that the last kick of the game was a clearance off the line. It was, but then there was also that chance in extra time, in injury time when Ben Rama put it to the far post and everyone went, no! <laughs> I actually, in a moment of wild confidence as that happened, I went, let it go! Because I could see, because I was right behind it, I could see it was going out and I saw it was Antonio, Antonio who came flying yeah. in. I thought, oh shit, that was a really bad call. Yeah, from the cop, I thought I thought Antonio was sliding that in. I knew confidently he wasn't, so it was fine, Michael. It's because um, you're, you're very positive and confident. That's, that's exactly what I am. Stu Nick in the uh, the comments on YouTube saying Rob's pretending to be optimistic with Dan. Michael, pull this back. <laughs> <laughs> well, because just before we came on, I was saying we're terrible, and Rob was like, "Well, that was that was entertaining, wasn't it?" And I described it as being entertaining, like watching two really drunk men fighting in a car park. You can watch it and go, "Well, it's a lot of stu- lot of stuff's happening." It's, you, you just don't want to be related to one of those people. <laughs> zero skill on show, but. That's well, harsh, actually. There were some, there were some good performances in there. That's not fair, was it? it? was It was two teams of a very similar ilk slugging it out. 
Probably right, yeah. But it was good to see him slug it out rather than mm. defend it out and grind out to an awful nil-nil. I, I, I'm well up for a two-all draw with controversy and swearing at a referee mm. and goals and drama and late chances. You know, that's that was fun. Yeah, I mean, they did. West Ham were trying to grind it out at two-one and at, and at two-two, mm. weren't they? There was a lot of time wasting going on, which the referee really, really got to grips with. Mm. I thought did very well. Yes, there. he managed it well, didn't he? It's <laughs> funny, isn't it? He's like you, you contrast the refereeing in the World Cup, which did get a little bit out of hand sometimes. But with that tonight, no, it, I had seventeen minutes on. Mm. It's fine. But I, I did feel like, like with Coot tonight, he just never quite had a grip of that game, did he? He, he, pretty, gave, he? he gave the impression that he did, and he tried to command authority, but he didn't. He just never had control of it. He gave some real mystery-free kicks, didn't he? That seemed to surprise the both teams, he, including it's worth saying. I think the one we almost scored from at the end. That was one where I. Oh, maybe it was just before that. Anyway, it was towards the end of the game he gave us one, which was, seemed rare because he gave them quite a few, but he gave us a free kick and everyone just looked around and went, oh. Yeah, it, it was telling that um, when Marsh absolutely lost his shit in the second half over a throw-in and sort of wouldn't give them the ball and then was berating the fourth official and eventually got booked. Um, it was around that time Moyes was telling him to calm down and then about a minute later, it was basically the exact same thing but to West Ham and Moyes completely lost his shit as well. Um <laughs> I don't think the ref was helped by the lino. Certainly the guy in front of the East End who was missing absolutely everything. Yeah, he was terrible. Yeah, he, he was bad, wasn't he? <laughs> just, he was guessing. There were, there were time, a couple of occasions when mm-hmm. I watched him and, and I, I saw that a touch had happened and I thought, you just guessed there. There were a couple of times where I think the ref, it was Coot, wasn't it? Yeah. The ref, I think there were a couple of times he guessed as well where there was a, something happened a bit off the ball and he looked over and saw someone on the floor and went, well, yeah, the free, free kick for that. Well, the free kick in the first half that was central that he gave us to kind of if anything yeah, happened well, for me he not. didn't see that I'm he, sure I, he didn't and I watched him and, and it happened behind him he, he'd actually run past where the incident had happened and he gave that on the basis of the crowd's reaction because I, I was I said that to my dad I was like he's given that because the crowd um, shouted for it and he went yeah yeah I know yeah, I, I've made a, a note of it 21 minutes it was yeah free kicks was ref didn't actually see it yeah um, by the way Daniel and Reese both in the comments on uh, on YouTube saying that the ref was fine Somerville could and should have gone yeah apparently, that did look bad did he commit GBH as, um, as Reese is saying yeah, I mean, I'm going to blame the ref for it <laughs> because he'd, not, he'd uh, not given some free kicks on Somerville and he was really pissed off. But yeah, I must admit, I saw that and thought, was, oh, don't go to VAR. Was that the one that the West Ham bench went mad for? Yeah, he did right. put, He did basically put the guy onto the bench, I think, with the tackle. Uh, I've not obviously seen it back, but Good. Yeah, it did look quite bad, I have mm. to say. Really? What, what happened? Because obviously it was far side for me, that. Um, someone, he just clattered in someone. It looked like he sort of, I think it was like knee to thigh or knee to knee sort of a... Uh, that sort of a tackle. He just right. he just leapt into someone's like like accidental see. to me. That it looked pretty hefty. There was a lot of weight behind. He's only it. a small boy. That's he true. He can't be hefty, can he? Do you think that's why? Um, Mar- still, still Marsh... ten stone on your leg is quite a lot. I would say. <laughs> Do you think that's why Marsh, for want of a better phrase, pulled him off immediately afterwards? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You think so? Yeah, so. I think I think um, he thought he's probably either going to get himself injured by being fouled by a West Ham player or get himself sent off by yeah. being daft. Um, should we talk about click now, or should we save it for part two after we've done the game? Should I talk about Clicky? Should we end it with him? Yeah. As the, talk as about him at the end. Yeah, because I, I just... Because I don't want to cry in the middle I was going to say, I'm going to be too sad if we talk about him now. <laughs> well, just to preempt that, um, Joe Donahue has tweeted saying that Jesse Marsh says he told Mateus Click yesterday that he was sad to see him go. Click replied, I know, everyone is. <laughs> 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 Which is absolutely um, brilliant. Very good. Um, studs to Shin, says, um, oh, says, was it? says Biggie T. Should have been a red, but also should have been a Leeds free kick before that. So they balance each other out, don't they, really? <laughs> think so absolutely yeah there was definitely I think it was on Somerville and I think this is the, the pattern of events this is why I'm blaming the referee because I think yeah. he'd missed a really obvious foul on Somerville and Somerville therefore went well 
if we're, if we're not giving free kicks, I'll just get to yeah. fucking d- destroy someone's leg. But he started badly, did the ref, and we don't want to get too caught up on him because this the, what happened in the game. You know, the outcome wasn't really based on what he did, but it's just he had a bit of a shit performance, didn't he? Was the um, the booking for Rodrigo at the start for the high foot, which mm. was there was no intent there whatsoever, whatsoever when he put his foot. I was just trying to control a ball that was dropping. Yeah, I thought that seemed unnecessary. And then he booked it and then he set the tone for the, for the but game. But he didn't though, because then he didn't book any more, well, he didn't book any West End players for anything until about, was that first booking in about the 90th minute or something? It was late. I'm not sure there was the um, similar sort of challenge where the West End player went to overhead and a clearance and Luke Aylin very bravely just saw that and thought, I'm going to headbutt his foot instead <laughs> to get the free. Well, yeah, on, that, that was good, actually. What other notes have you made? Because I don't make notes. It's all just, I say, it's all just up in here. It's, all up, in, it's all up here, except yeah. it's not because you're asking us what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I know what happened in the game, Michael. I'd just like you to deliver it in a more orderly fashion than I can recount. Okay, I, what, what, vomiting something out of my brain. <laughs> what other notes have I, have I got down there? Um, I mean, there was a goal. Uh, yeah. Should we talk about the goals? <laughs> yeah, that's a good, it's a good place to start. Let's do goals. It's great, isn't it, Nanto? He is really good. He took that very, very well as well. And I want to say, you know, for all that we sometimes bemoan the chaotic nature of penis ball and, and going through the middle and stuff, it was a very good example of, of when it works, how it can work, because uh, that little interchange that led up to it was nice. Yeah, it, it was um, It was a strange first half because I thought um, we started off a little nervy or they kind of started off having more of the ball. It all seemed to be towards our goal anyway. And then um, we seemed to get more into the game in the middle of it. And I thought it was just that Rodrigo suddenly appeared, which helped sort of, sort of mm. win in a few duels because the ball just wouldn't stick. And then he sort of got into the game and dragged us up the field. And yeah, the way Nonto took that goal, him and Somerville linking up, just a lot of fun to watch. Little, like, little Bessie. Yeah. They, they celebrated together as well, didn't they? Yeah, it's very, it's very cute. It's, it's, whole, it's, <laughs> whole, it's wholesome. I think yeah. they do everything together now. There was Somerville, I was, because I follow him on Instagram, put on a, a video the other day of him getting a haircut and it was just a nice panning shot of his hair showing it's looking all very sharp and everything. But then the video panned around and there was Nonto playing FIFA. Amazing. <laughs> it's just like, nah, he's got his little mate round. Little bromance. Oh, could you come round with my haircut so I don't get bored? <laughs> it takes ages. <laughs> we can play FIFA. Do you reckon they play themselves? Do you reckon they bemoan their own ratings? FIFA? <laughs> Probably, yeah. They will do, won't they? they will but, no, but Nonto's he's been our best player again, I would say, tonight. He was, yeah, he was good. He was. I really enjoyed. Do you think he's Premier League ready, Rob? <laughs> I mean, it does make you think, doesn't it? What the fuck was that all about? Not the rest of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's the other ones we need to worry about. He was really good. I really enjoyed um, when Paqueta had the penalty. It was him that took it, wasn't it? Mm. And Nonto was just shouting at him as he <laughs> ran up to take it. <laughs> well, as as my attention sort of drifted back over to that side of the stadium when I, you know when they'd done the whole VAR dance. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but Nonto was stood on the mm. penalty spot, wasn't he? Just just being a bit naughty and a bit minxy mm. doing whatever he was doing. It was Declan Rice who went over, wasn't it? Who, yeah. I enjoyed Declan Rice's performance tonight. He was sort of he thought it was the referee at one point, mm. and then he seemed to think he was Steven Gerrard for the rest of it. Yeah, he just hits, just wildly skewing shots, wasn't and, it? and then he morphed into Bradley Johnson, skying it over the bar and putting <laughs> it high, wide, and handsome. Yeah, so that was good. But no, I mean, I think that Nonto is he, he seems to be about the most responsible player we have as well in terms of actually wanting the ball and getting himself into a position where he can be passed to. How old is he? 19? He's a teenager, definitely. Yeah, yeah 18 We were a responsible teenager. I suppose fairly, but I mean, yeah, I couldn't have been, I couldn't have played football. Could you have carried a Premier League football team? <laughs> God, no. <laughs> I know he seems to actually just be the person who's like, all right, fine, I'll have it. Yeah. Mm. If no one else is going to do anything, give it to me. It was a bit like in the kind of bad old days of when Snodgrass was our only good player, or McCormack, and you just had to give it to him and be like, right, just you do something, because we ain't got any ideas. Especially when we are struggling to pass the ball and build up play, and he can just beat a few players. Mm. It's that thing like Sinistera's got, where you just think, oh yeah, the game changes when you get the ball, because everyone's pulled out of position, and Ori mm. wins a free kick. 
Um, Daniel Moroni does want to um, point out that he was happy to see Rodrigo end Declan Turncoat Rice. Presumably that's an Irishman there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, they still haven't forgiven him. No, no, happy about that. <laughs> so when we went in front, I thought, oh, good. This is nice. We can just have a nice, comfortable home win here. Can't, a, can't a routine home win. But to be fair, at that point, we did look, we did look quite... Calm and in control, dare I say it, relative to the rest of the season. Apart from the back four, no, I would say. Just, but it, then, but it, it wasn't necessarily the defending. It was when they got when our back four got the ball. It mm. just looked like a huge panic, and there was a lot of um, defenders arguing with Melier, Melier, Melier arguing with defenders. There was that awful moment when it was the classic space behind the fullback, and Melier came out to clear it, and it landed to a West Ham player on the halfway line who looks like he nearly scored from the halfway line. It was awful from mm. the cop. Yeah, there was my, a moment where he went, <gasps> yeah. My notes from from the half hour, from the goal actually, to half time, are basically all of our defending being terrible. Um, I put Cox passing his, to Ailing is mm. scary. He was doing little <laughs> chips over and stuff to him, which just seemed unnecessary. Then Cooper dithering, um, Somerville in the corner, a mess. I've put then Cooper booking, where that was when someone was running at him and he just seemed to take him out and then um, we have the penalty. Mm. Which was a penalty, wasn't it? I didn't see either the replay or the initial challenge, yeah. so I, I'm, I'm going to say no. My initial thoughts were there was a penalty. Yeah, same. Bloke, bloke <laughs> behind me was listening on the radio at the same time, and he was saying that they were saying on the radio commentary that it was um, it was a stonewaller. Yeah, I must admit, I saw it, and I was like, penalty, then it played on a bit, and they missed, and everyone went, ah, and I was like, just but, just wait a second. I mean, I don't know what the, the exact rules are pertaining to this, but should that have gone back? Because if you'd have seen it and played an advantage then it would have been allowed to continue because mm. they got a scoring chance from it and missed, which is their own silly fault. But he then pulled it back. Is that because he didn't see the initial foul? I don't understand exactly how it works. I, I just thought if that had happened to Leeds, I would be fuming if we didn't get a penalty. Right. Yeah. It looks it's very obvious. What, what did happen then, sorry? Uh, I was, mean, I didn't see it, so it, was, it feels like unjust to me. It was Bowen, wasn't it? Strout dangled a leg, didn't he? And usual bollocks. I'm not sure how the build-up happened to that. It, it was suddenly just... West Ham breaking and we had two defenders and I think they had at least three attackers. Teams don't need build-up against them. <laughs> but it just it, it just happens, doesn't it? I don't... There was another moment in the first half actually where it was it was eventually flagged for offside but just like the Newcastle game nothing was happen, happening at all and then there was a clearance and suddenly they were through on goal mm. and it was like what the fuck? Yeah. How, are we, how can we be this how can we be this, this out of shape that that can happen? Mm. And, and it happened in the second half as well it was some, again just a I think we we knocked it forward. Their defender cleared it, and all of a sudden they were pretty much through on goal. It's but that's what happens when you just boot the ball forward sometimes, doesn't it? Well, there's, there was a lot of us just playing backwards, and when mm. our our defence was nervy on the ball, it was like, can we just stop? Can we start turning and looking forward and playing the ball forward? Like, stop giving the ball to Robin Cock, and it it sort of plays into that um, the hundred to seventy thing as well. As well, when um, Melier gets the ball and these people scream, you know, the fullbacks are pushing on the screen for the to be rolled out to them and Melier sort of waits and everyone gets back into shape but it's like don't wait because then you're just letting them get back into shape and then rolling it short to Robin Cock well I was going to say on that that did change in the second yeah, half yeah. When, we, when we got the bit between our teeth they started doing that and being a bit more impulsive and, and going for it that's, and that's when we looked at, we looked at our best yeah, that, doing that, yeah that's what I meant at the start like when we kind of ditched that and just think fuck it let's go it, it's so much better and mm. then you saw after they went 2-1 up as well you saw Adams and Rocker, who were both kind of frustrating me in the first half, they were suddenly snapping into tackles and they were looking forward. They were turning and playing forward and dribbling forward and it just made all the difference. You, mm. you did see that there was an occasion. I think we, we were we started off quite brightly, I think, before we got in front. Fairly even contest, but I think we were all right. We were looking to pass through the lines because I remember having a conversation with my dad saying, 
the difference between this and the Man City game is that they just did not give us the ability, Man City, to play through the, the lines, whereas we seem to be doing it a little bit early doors in this game. But then, for whatever reason, after we got in front, we then just started to hide a little bit. I think maybe the occasion got a bit too and much you, for them all. And you, then that's when they started doing it. Because do, do you remember there was that groan? I think it was at 1-1 one, one or 2-1. Might have been at 2-1 because there was only a very small window mm. between the goals, wasn't there, apart from the actual half-time break. But um, when I think it was, I'm going to say Rocker picked up the ball and he should have turned on it and moved mm. forward with it. And he didn't, he went back. And there was that groan. And I remember thinking, people are right on the cusp of turning here. Yeah, well, that was um, what West Ham's second goal came from was Aronson playing the ball backwards, wasn't it? Or sideways, at least. I don't know. Yeah. And you just think, just turn, go forward. Stop doing it. Does Aronson need to little break out of the team, doesn't he? I think so, yeah. He's, when was he last any good? He's gone off the boil a bit, hasn't he? And, and Harrison came on and was good. Yeah. So I think that's given us the excuse to go, right, well, that obviously is going to change. Yeah. And if it doesn't, then I think questions need to be asked, really, because, yeah, he's not he's not been good for quite a while, has he? He's spent, prior to this, I know we've not had much of the ball in an attacking sense, but he's spent an awful lot of it rolling about, and then he's given them an assist, so... Yeah, not, not his finest day, but, you know, this happens, and he is only young, and he'll, he'll play his way back into form, only that's the thing. Mm. Yeah, eventually. Maybe. <laughs> Come on, optimism, Michael. Come on. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I really enjoyed Luke Aileen tonight. As well, I thought he had a bit of a wobble at Co- times. A couple of moments, but, yeah, yeah. yeah it, like around the hour mark. I thought, oh god, and a few crosses that were a bit. Um, but just getting forward and getting, mm. get, again getting on the ball and dribbling forward. It, like I say, when we are struggling to build the ball from defence to midfield to attack, having a player who just gets on the ball and dribbles, it kind of mm. means you don't need to do that really. Um, and yeah, I don't think Rasmus tends not to do that. I don't think. I tell you who likes dribbling out of defence. Diego Llorente. <laughs> <laughs> um, Emma is asking in the Emma Louise Oakley is asking in the comments. Um, can we talk about Jack Harrison f- turning back into Jack Jack Jackie Harrison? Finally, he came out of the. the I did te- a bit. I said he was good. Tell if he came out of the telephone booth like Superman. He's no longer Clark Kent again, is he? He's got his powers back. I don't think he was ever terrible this season, was he? Why did he end up out of the team? Did he get injured or something? He went. I can't, well, actually, I can't remember what happened. It, it, he he was creating all those chances at the start of the season. It did that kind of dried up and he was getting a bit frustrating but it did 
he gave an interview in the break saying, yeah, I've been carrying an injury all this time. Mm. And that feels a bit like why he's been kind of eased back a little bit um, after the break. But yeah, I thought it was the best he's played for ages tonight when he came on. He made a real difference. Well, did he get the assist for the mm. equaliser? Yes. Hey, it's funny, I, I need to do a bit of a mere culpa. And you know when Rodrigo had that chance a minute before um, he scored, mm. it was ultimately given mm. offside. But I was sort of quietly chuntering to myself under my breath, 27 million quid. When he <laughs> He's, um, Just put it, I'm shooting, because he kind of dragged it right across goal, didn't he? And it didn't, it didn't matter. My note says Rodrigo goal a second after I wanted him off. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've got, um... <laughs> and then he took it like an absolute world. He did it. It was brilliant. Yeah. What, what a finish. Okay, good world. Yeah. That is kind of the season he's always, having. Though. Always yeah. liked you. Oh, he scored again. Brilliant. Well done. The thing is, you, you can tolerate those misses from strikers when they put it in like that, can't you? That's the thing. Yeah. He, he's, he's so enigmatic, isn't he? he like, is. I can't work him out at all. I think I've got a note of uh, 53 minutes and it was just is Rodrigo knackered because mm. he was just sort of sauntering around but, and then li- likewise the finish that you brought up which was offside but it was such a scuffed weak yeah, crap he dragged finish. it right across yeah. he just had no conviction and then he he gets the ball on the edge of the box for off Harrison and just smashes it in mm. I, it's he's so confusing and it's I'm a bit like you. You think, oh, well done, mate. <laughs> but you can't argue with it, can you? No. It's like it's scoring loads of goals. If you keep scoring like that, then you can. I mean, even if he's not as mobile as you might want a forward to be, if you keep scoring, then fine. Some of them, some of his more frustrating moments are when there was a bit in the first half where he was holding it up and it was the wrong time to hold it. It was like, no, you keep moving forward at this point. What are you doing? He's, uh, he's some of his decision making is a bit weird, but but then that's scoring plenty of goals. That's not so. atypical for the whole team, is it? It's like they're they're all sometimes a little bit second guessy like you get you tend to get that vibe from Robin Cock quite a lot when he's in possession mm. at the back and I don't know whether that's as a result of what happened against Man City with the whole mess up between him and Cooper where Grealish just ran through and tapped mm. it across for, for Haaland or what whether they just get in their own heads sometimes but he's or... scoring goals which is more than can be said about Gelhard who once again didn't score Yeah, how many minutes did we have three, two. two or three minutes and he did nothing did you see him <laughs> poor um, boy poor boy did you see him rush back to the bench because he thought he was coming on about 70 minutes? I noticed he went to warm up and, and, they, and then it, we just brought Jackie on. Sit down, it's too no, early. It was, uh, it was him and Sam Greenwood rushed back to the uh, bench and then Jesse was like, oh no, it's only Sam I'm bringing on. Sorry, mate. And he had to run back to the cop. <laughs> I think uh, Chris's tongue may be firmly uh, in cheek here in the comments saying, when we accidentally played it wide because it got too congested, we looked so much better. It is quite indicative, wasn't it, that one of those um, moves that happened down the right-hand side was when both click and... Um, and Ailing were on and they did that little interchange of play together and Ailing went on the overlap and you're mm. like, ah, I recognise that. Mm. I recognise it. Going wide and putting it across. It, it sometimes works. I like a width. I don't think it I don't think it helps us defensively either. That's the thing. Because I can see I think the idea of it is that it makes you more compact, but all it actually means is that like the Ben Rama one where he put it across is because he was just stood in loads of space. Because I know we were pushing forward, so maybe it's not a fair time. I mean to, that, that does happen. Highlight it. It. Yeah, yeah. But it felt like we were it feels like we're so narrow that it if someone peels off to one side, it and then can beat their man, it just, the whole shape of the team just completely falls apart as soon as that has happened, which maybe isn't, uh, maybe isn't the way it's designed, but it is the way it works. Just going to some of the post-match comments, um, Marsh has talked about playing with, um, with more bravery. Uh, so when Marsh has talked tonight, this is Phil, uh, about Leeds playing with more bravery, he's talked about them summoning their inner clicky, which really underlines how big an influence he is or has been. It's funny, isn't it, that they're letting, still letting him go. Yes, because click does come. Click, click comes on. He doesn't give a shit, does he? He just takes the game by the scruff of the neck, you know, and makes things happen. He did at one point just twat it miles up into the air into the <laughs> game, which is a bit weird. But I do. I wonder if the, in the back of his mind he's there thinking, could I finish my Leeds career with a, with a worldie? So you kind of forgive him a little bit, that don't you? More than others, maybe. He's got a lot of credit in the bank. He, he certainly has. Yeah, um, I, I'm never convinced. I don't like it when Jesse just talks about bravery and moments and that sort of stuff because I think it just tells you. Like, just tells you hating Michael. Go on. 
Well, I just think it doesn't... Because he's American, isn't it? That's why you hate him. <laughs> I don't think it begins to address the actual problems just to say, oh, well, we just... You might as well just come out and say, oh, we just need to do that You better. might as well sit in here and burn the stars and stripes, Michael. <laughs> Disgraceful. <laughs> Honestly. It's meaningless, isn't it? Just to go, we know, should I just, know. like, do all that stuff better and then we'd win games, wouldn't we? It's, a, it's the same as me as a joke saying, you should just kick it really hard into the net. Yeah. It's the, what, you do mean, ki- what do you mean a joke? Should have kicked it harder. <laughs> what do you mean a joke? Nonto did kick it hard. He did. Good that. He could have placed it, kicked it hard instead. <laughs> um, we've got uh, three against four who's saying, I'm American. No evidence of it. <laughs> Says, I'm American and I don't want to hear any more vibes talk from Marsh. Don't want to hear any more about bravery or courage or any of that stuff. Well, it's, it's there just we go. It... Case dismissed, Your Honor. <laughs> There's a, it definitely has a part to play in performances, but I feel like there are major structural problems that could maybe be addressed as well. <laughs> like the, the fact that you can just knock a ball over the top and be your own goal over and over again. Hey, listen, you know, you know we kind of, you're a bit negative and down on, um, on our performances on occasions. You're not convinced yet, should we say, mm. by where this is heading. I've just had a text from one of my mates. Neil's just said, uh, they already want Jones out at Southampton. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's not surprising. So, I mean, you could, we could be Southampton fans. I did, I did on the Facebook, because as much as I'm, you know, I'm not convinced by Jesse, if they said, we're sacking him and we're getting Nathan Jones, I'd have been like, oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> is there no one else? <laughs> So yeah, be careful what you wish for, I suppose. And West Ham fans wanted uh, want Moyes out. Everton, Everton fans want Lampard out with justification. So yeah, let's, I, let's hope he should stay. He should stay. I think, oh, Lampard needs more time. I mean, I think it's like a clickbait nonsense story from Talksport. But have you seen who was the favourite for the Everton job if they get rid of him? Is it Moyes? Did I say no? <laughs> Along the right lines, former Everton boy. Duncan Ferguson, Wayne Rooney. Ah, oh, of course. Well, that's where Click he's gone, isn't mm. it? Just put Click player manager. Well, there was amazing. wild. There was wild talk of. Uh, of Lampard and Moy swapping jobs to all intents and purposes, which would be funny. So maybe Lampard could help relegate two clubs in one season. Well, he knows the club, doesn't he? The both, both of he them does. know the club. He does, he does, he does. Um, should we talk about Clicky then? Because he's he's off. Uh, anybody who didn't see that at the end, I mean, I, I hung around thinking, is this him going to be saying goodbye? And it actually was, to an extent, far greater than I anticipated. Um, in that he he sort of he was doing the lap of honour or lap, you know, lap of appreciation, whatever you want to call it with the rest of the players and the cop sang his name and then you saw him kind of starting to cover his face a little bit. I thought, is that him just, is he just wiping sweat from his eyes or is he getting upset? And I thought, I know he's getting upset. Mm-hmm. And then people kind of cottoned onto it and all the other players then sort of gravitated towards him. And there was a moment then it was over in front of the East stand where they all kind of swarmed around him. Um, and then I thought, oh, this is the end of it. And I felt, I felt quite emotional actually. Yeah, but, I did. And I, then I felt emotional about it was happening. And then as soon as it was over, I went, they fucked that up. <laughs> oh, what are you bitching and moaning about now? Why did they, why should they've they, told us. They should have told people it was happening. But maybe, uh, maybe he didn't. Like, some people don't like him. I mean, fuss making at the, but they, but they, they did print t-shirts. They had t-shirts. <laughs> they had a video on the screen which they played, even though you couldn't hear what was being said because it's the What's PA the system. There was a video of Pablo was on the screen at one point. I noticed saying oh, something yeah. about him. Oh, yeah, but, but obviously you can never hear a fucking thing through that Leeds PA system, can you? We've only ever used it to sonically destroy Norwich City. <laughs> <laughs> that on that occasion um, but yeah I felt like he's, he was doing his lap to a probably a third full Ellen Road and if they told people it would have been more or less completely full and I think he I think he deserved that just a reminder that everything in life's transient Michael isn't it don't get too hung up on it yeah but they could have just done it better they had it all lined up they had the t-shirts they had the video the he, way, got, he got a guard of honour what more do you want man the way yeah, it, the, it was empty the way you saw the club staff sprint across the pitch by the time he'd got to the south stand because he was like oh fuck we've got these t-shirts what we forgot he can put uh, everyone put them on. on for six seconds while he walks <laughs> off the pitch 
It was clumsy. It wasn't perfect. But what can you do at the end of a game? You don't know for sure whether they wanted to announce it before he was going. You don't, whether that's his decision or theirs or what, you know. But yeah, I didn't even realise it was uh, like a compilation of his of his goals on the big screen. I, I assumed it was just highlights of the game. Mm. And then I saw him, Aileen was giving him a big hug in front of the cop. And then, yeah, he started to wipe his eyes and um, Aileen was sort of clapping along to the song. And I think it was Jack Harrison pointing at him. He thought, oh, right, yeah. And then again, and then I looked at the screen, I was like, oh, Oh shit! Mm. And it was it was it was really sad. Like I I really enjoyed that second half, and I thought it was really fun and exciting. And then I was waiting to sort of get out of the cop, and then saw that, and I was like, I feel bereft all of a sudden. I was like, no, I don't want him to go. I, I really mm. enjoy watching him play football. Yeah, it's it's sad, isn't it, when you realise that everything moves on. I, th- I think I feel a bit sad about it as well because it it wasn't a proper goodbye, and we didn't get. I know I know that wasn't the club's fault, but we didn't get a proper goodbye for like Pablo or for mm. Berardi either. It feels like we're one way or another, all the goodbyes that should be big and emotional have been kind of knackered but, up. But how often does it, do you genuinely get that in football? Anyway, nobody gets a, a clean ending, really, does it? That could have been yeah. if they just said, he's off, by the way. You might want to stay and clap him. <laughs> I don't know. That's all it would have, that's all it would have taken. But. It's also sad, though, because I think he's got something to offer still. And mm. fair enough, he's got this three-year deal in MLS, and I do think it'll be fun to watch him, watch him in MLS. But he improves us when he comes off the bench, and... We need to replace him. Well, mm. on that, Rob, <laughs> he's uh, blocking the pathway. Rob, comments. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm just sort of I've got a column here open in, in TweetDeck with the, all the journalists reporting on it, and the general consensus vibe seems to be that they think they've got enough. The pathway, which I think is naive in the extreme, or maybe they're just saying that to keep you know ward people off with the window now. Roger's on it, doing doing another Adam Forshaw tweet. Has he got it in the draft? Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, it does seem weird because the other week Marsh is he seems to exist in. Two worlds does click, doesn't it? Because Marsh is saying how he uses him all the time, and he's the example. Then he's letting him go, and we're letting him go, and not playing him very much. And just to compound this, in the presser, Marsh has said that Forshaw's had a little procedure. You're joking. So he's going to be out for a few days. <laughs> You'll be telling me like, Pat Bamford's not 100. percent So just, I don't know if there's ever a, a situation where you're screaming, "Learn the lesson." This is it. But you know, we don't know. If I do really like the bits I've seen of JB. Yeah. He's not really the same player, though, is he? Not really, yeah. No. Like, Marsh seems to see Click as a 10, and again, today he sort of brought him on as an attacking midfielder, and JB's not that guy, is he? And he's, he's moved Greenwood back into this more central midfield position, mm. and that would seem like a huge risk to me. Um, just going back to further comments from the presser, Marsh is frustrated and confused by the team not playing forward enough tonight. Uh, not happy with the first half display and wants to see more of what happened from his team after going behind. But the playing forward thing is interesting because half the time you can see why they do it because you go, well, yeah, there was no one to pass to. Yeah, that so is the no thing, one, isn't it? Yeah. But if there's no one in space, sometimes I think we get, we're in, but some of our worst moments are when we do play forward because we think, oh shit, we've got to play forward. But you end up passing it to Matt Rocker who's got a man like up his ass and he's going to nick the ball off him. And if he yeah. does, if he does get the ball nicked off him, they're going to be on goal. And that's the thing, isn't it? It's about are the players good enough to receive the ball in that situation and do something with it are they brave enough to do that? Or are we asking too much of them by asking them to play like that? It's kind of, it's quite hard to... Well, that's, that's why speeding things up makes things so much easier and getting Melier mm. to roll the ball out quicker because it means the opposition are set in place and you're not having mm. to play through 11 men and completely in formation. It's it's, it's really straight. I, yeah, I just find it doesn't tally up with what Marsh wants when he, you know, he wants his teams to be fast and aggressive and all intensity mm. and then he's asking his keeper with fullbacks in loads of space to calm down. Yeah. It, it, it's strange yeah and then you see the ball bowled out and they do the, the little triangles like, of passing and stuff yeah I, get I mean I get it because yeah. you know games, game management there is, a, there is a time for that like fair enough but 
not when there's a game to be won, I don't think. Mm. No, no, I think it's fair, fair comments. Any other thoughts then before we head off? I'm just, uh, I think we've covered off most of the notes that I've got here. Clicky, no replacement, um, for sure, small procedure. Um, <laughs> hoot, uh, groan. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to add? Uh, that chance at the end, it'd be nice if that had gone in. Yeah, it? yeah. We, I, we I felt like, this one was going to be a draw. Hey, we've though. worked on some free kicks. Yeah, that was a nice one. That um, The one where they did, did the double feint was good and then it went over to Rodrigo, I'm going to say, was it? Mm-hmm. When he absolutely twatted in it, hit someone in the bollocks. That was funny. Yes. So that's yeah, good missed, entertainment. He, he kind of missed it, that, didn't he? But... Some good entertainment. But he, I mean, he absolutely just leathered it. He put his foot through mm. it and um, it hit him. Oh, Liam Cooper's chance oh, as well. I was just about to mention oh. Cooper's chance. Was that the one at the end as well? Yeah, it was a good header. But then if there's a single player in the team who's right foot, you probably don't want it to drop to... Yeah. <sighs> Very quickly as well, to be fair to him. A centre centre half on his wrong foot. Yeah. (laughs) Ah, what could have been? So, um, a draw was probably fair, wasn't it? I think overall that's that's the right result. You know, and are you happy with it? Most of all, (sighs) we need to start winning a few of these winnable games. That's the only nagging concern I've got because it's so bunched up down there in the bottom half of the table. Mm. God, I think we needed to win it, didn't we? Probably because they were not very good, and they. I feel like we gifted them goals. Well, we did. <laughs> we, 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 we absolutely did. There's no debate about it, is that we gave them a penalty and we passed it directly to them mm-hmm. on the edge of the box. I know they had other chances too, but the two they scored from were, were ones we just put on a plate for them. One final thought then Chris Sheesby in the comments is saying Rodrigo, 10 goals, sign a striker question mark. Well, yes, I think is the simple answer, especially as Pat Bamford might be going over Rainbow Bridge at any time. We just don't mm-hmm. know, do we? He's, he can't be relied on to come back. And as I said before, it's not fair to put that on him. I don't think any from when he comes no. back. He needs to work his way back in. He's not played for a year. So, um, well, yes, over a year. Sign, so, yes, sign a striker. And as I think it was JFK who said, the time to mend the roof is when the sun is shining. Is the so, sun shining? <laughs> but Did you see the weather in Leeds? It's, it's, it's a metaphor, it's an analogy. <laughs> the, sun's, those, the sun was not yeah, shining. It's horrible, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but I mean, in the sense of that, if Rodrigo's scoring goals, yeah. that's not an excuse to not get somebody else. If Rodrigo's scoring goals, get more goals. Hmm. I, I think we do need someone else. And I think, uh, and maybe a different type of striker as well, because. It occasionally doesn't work, does it? With like against Newcastle, I know, I know, there was very little in the way of attacking, but I feel like someone who could hold the ball up better may have had more of an impact in that game. So having having some options there would be nice, absolutely. Um, but overall, a decent point, if not exactly what we needed under the circumstances. Like you say, Rob, I think most of all it was quite an enjoyable game, wasn't it? Really, yeah, good end to end Premier League. Either side could have won it, kind of vibe. Do you like you enjoy that entertainment? Like, are you not entertained, Norman? <laughs> I was entertained. But I find it so stressful to watch. I like. I still have no idea whether we're any good, but I just think, ah, oh, I'll worry about that when we're in the relegation zone, and I'll just take that and I'll enjoy it. Especially after Man City and Newcastle, which were pretty dreary yeah. occasions. I just thought back in Ellen Road, it was nice to see us be competitive in a game. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. And there were some fun bits. Yeah, just enjoy the fun bits. Just enjoy the fun bits. And we've got another fun bit coming up against Cardiff on Sunday when the oh. FA Cup run starts, haven't we? So looking forward to that. <laughs> Yeah, I am because it feels like there's nothing at stake. We could with a cup anymore. I don't expect us to do anything. Sort of, if you go into stuff with zero expectations, you can't be disappointed. Can yeah, you? you can really brush an FA Cup defeat off these days. <laughs> <can't you? laughs> ah, well, yeah. we always lose at Cardiff. Um, right then, we will wrap it up there. Then I think, and because um, the building alarm comes on in a bit, so we better uh, we better get mm. the heck out of it. Uh, thank you for joining us on the match ball. We will return. There'll be another match ball after Cardiff. Probably something in between times. Yeah, we'll, we'll come and do something. Do something. Yeah. Uh, there'll be a Phil Hay show in between times as well. So, um, yeah, 17 from 17. 
point per game still on target for that 38 point finish it's got uh, two goals today Dan that's two points that, but do you know what actually actually <laughs> you need to stop no, no, on that it's fine it's fine, on it's fine. That, I'm, only, I'm only winding you up just turn it off on that <laughs> our goal difference is better than a lot of teams down there and we keep scoring if we weren't scoring at all then I'd be more worried it's true mm, I agree on that happy optimistic <laughs> note we'll, we'll see you in a bit The Match Ball Quince.com/pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.